Let's hit it. You know, it's my favorite thing to do when I get on stage is one, two, three. Yeah, you tried so hard to get me to do that. You wouldn't do it. And if you would have done it, it would have worked. I've done it in a room of 5,000 people and it worked amazing. And you just wouldn't do it. You didn't want to shush the people. I didn't think I could pull it off. You can't. Just I, one, two, three. I, are you recording this? Yeah, That's it's fine. It. You can make it part of this podcast. I don't care. Welcome back to Kansas City Real Talk, brought to you by KCRAR. I'm Bobby Howe. And I'm Alex Gehring. Hey, Alex. Hey, Bobby. He's scared right now. What's going on? <laughs> well, okay. I actually do have a story. You do? I do. Okay. okay. I like All stories. Right. Stories are good. So, um, as you know, and as some of our listeners may know, Sarah and I bought a new house. I somehow last, knew like, this was going to be a house story. I'm yeah, so excited. Right. Yay. And, and it's been great. We love our house. One of the coolest things about buying a new home, like in that first year, you actually Mm -hmm. feel like uh, you can make some significant improvements. Right. And you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to do all of the stuff that I wish that I like kind of wanted to do at the old place, but I never did because I knew I was going to be moving. Or you did it right before you moved out and you're like, oh, I really like my house now. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So um, that's one of those stories. Yeah. Okay. So Sarah really wanted a dimmer switch installed in our living room and I already installed a, a few of them. Um, and so she's like, well, I want another one. And so I went to Home Depot and I got another one and I got home and I got it all installed and everything and everything's looking good. I went downstairs, I turned on the breaker and then I turned it on and it's working. And then I go, oh crap, it's the wrong color of switch. So. Has Sarah seen it yet? Oh, oh I'm getting there. So I, I go back down and I turn it off mm-hmm. frustrated and I uninstall the switch and I go Did back to Did you buy almond instead of white? I did. <laughs> I bought almond instead of white. Because, you know, it's too You're close. You're a boy. That's the problem. Like, yep. to be honest, it is too close. So I knew she was, like, going to, like, I probably could have lived with it. Mm-hmm. She was nope. not going to deal with that. Nope. So. There is a difference. So I, there's totally a difference. I don't, I don't deny that. So um, I, I take it out. I take it back to Home Depot. And I'm just standing there in front of all the switches and all the switch plates. I'm just standing there for, like, 10 minutes. And it probably looked super weird. Um, in Home Depot because I'm just standing there staring at everything for 10 minutes because I decide in that moment that I'm going to replace all of my old school toggle switches with the other kind of switches, Mm -hmm. the paddle switches. Mm -hmm. What are those called? I don't know, but I know what they are and I love them. Yeah. They're They're in all my house. They're they're the little little flat switches. Mm -hmm. So... I start, then I look really insane at Home Depot because I start mapping out my entire house right. and I'm buying all of the mm-hmm. uh, right three-way and interrupter switches and all their plates and I'm like mapping out my house and every single uh, switch so I don't have to come back and then I get some extras just to make sure I really don't have to come back mm-hmm. um, and then I replaced all of my switches over the course of like two days mm-hmm. and a total of 11 hours. What about the what about the electrical outlets? What about the flat electrical outlets versus the like the, the weird funky? Have you seen those? Because they, they look much better. No. You're going to need to do that now. I'm not going to do those. You I do. think it's fine. They already look fine. It's okay. But the other cool thing You're is not, that. You're not because now it's in I, your brain. I, can I got it. I got these. Uh, <laughs> the other reason why I wanted to switch is because I'm really into smart home stuff like our right. uh, recharge guest yep. is going to be. Um, and all of the smart switches uh-huh. fit in those square yep, plates. Yep, they do. And so they look really stupid next to the toggle switches yep. and I'm like I'm not going to do that so nope. I switched everything out and then I got a bunch of smart switches nice and so and everything's and I got smart fan switches and oh all stuff. look at you I can turn on my smart. fan with Siri mm-hmm. it's pretty dope it's gonna be the rise of machines your house they're gonna take over but Sarah it's fine. was uh she thought it was pretty cool mm-hmm. but ultimately she didn't think it was nearly as cool as I did and so she was maybe a little underwhelmed 
by how excited I was. So the last thing we did to our house that we got really excited about, and we have an equal level of excitement about it, uh-huh. is we put a slage slag. <laughs> That's what yeah, I know. Mean. We don't know. A slage. A slage sense. It's a it's a brand of locks. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. It's the uh, their electronic We've one. We've got one of those. And you know it's got the app. You can yep. just open and close it with the app. It's dope. You have your code, but then you can have up to a hundred codes for other people. It's great. So you know who's going and in. And yep. it like my mother-in-law always comes over on Tuesday mornings to take Alex to school. She's got her own code. And it'll pop up on my phone, Grandma Ann, open yep. the garage door. And I know Grandma Ann is at my house now. Yep. Or when Alex and I were driving down here today to record this podcast, the garage door was unlocked and then locked again. And we're like, oh, my husband's going somewhere. Yep. And so then I can be all like, where are you going? You were supposed to stay home today. You know, it's all the of best that. thing. It really is. It's like a, it's like an I, it's like a residential iBox. It is. It's, it's super almost cool. even better because you get those instant yep. thing of who's going in, when they're going yep. in, when they're locking it, you know. Take uh, notes, Supra. Right. Hello. Um, what new and I love is I can give it to a repairman. I can give him a code. Yeah. Then I can delete it. But I know when he's entering my house, when he's exiting my house. But, you know, put that with my ring floodlights. I can watch him coming in and out of my Make house. Make sure he's not walking out with your TV. Right. I know. I'd only put trusted people in my house. But that's fine. <laughs> that's good. So Do you that's, really know who I to trust it. anymore no, in this world? you don't. So, hey, Alex, <laughs> what are we going to talk about today? I don't know. What are we going to talk about today? I'm so excited. One <gasps> of my favorite staff members she at KCRR. She is one of the best. She's just a little bubble of joy. And energy. I know, right? Like a crazy she amount makes of energy. Me, she makes me feel... Oh. So last week's guest, David, is friends with our guest today, who's Patty Dower. She is our KCRR and Heartland MLS member outreach manager. Um, she's the person that will come talk to you at your office meetings if you've seen her before. And, and we're we, going to talk about member benefits. Which is great because we all know that there are so many things that KCRR no, offers. No, we only get MLS. That's right. That's all we get. That's oh, the only stop. benefit we have. We have so think. many great things that are provided to us by our association. And... The, the reality is that a lot of us that have been in the business for a long time, we really don't, yep. we, we don't remember. We don't know about a lot of the no, new stuff. We forget about it. We forget it. about all of it. Yep. And all of our newer folks that get to go through the KCRAR, the KCRAR new member orientation. I just shot a video for that Jeff, today. Did you? I did. So if you guys, I, I mean, it's a, if you guys haven't heard about it, it's a great course for all of our new members and they get to learn about all of these great mm-hmm. tools that we have that a lot of us probably forget. Yep. So this is going to be a really good recap of the services yep. that are provided. Yep. So she, so let's see. So Patty like does so many things for our members. She's just an amazing, she's actually a member benefit in and of herself. Patty should be listed, Patty Dar, on the list of benefits, but she goes on visits to broker offices. She teaches a new member orientation with Jeff, like you mentioned. Um, and she even teaches an admin and personal assistant course here. She does it all. She just does everything. And she's super cute while she's doing it. She, she's okay. awesome. When you see Patty, anytime you see her, you have to check out her shoes. Usually she has she's so many different pairs of shoes. And an outfit to match everyone. Right. Yep. It's amazing. So, so Alex, what, what are some of your favorite KCRAR Heartland uh, MLS benefits? What do you, what do you like? Uh, MLS. MLS. I just like the MLS. <laughs> I like I, the lockbox program. <laughs> the lockbox. Both of those are great things. And we have more. <laughs> Probably my favorite thing that uh, that I know that I use every day is actually showing time. Mm-hmm. So um, the, the new showing time system is awesome. I really appreciated it. Um, I know that there were some people that were worried about um, that change and everything. I haven't heard a single complaint nope. since the first day. Everybody likes it. It's so much smoother. And I feel um, like I get better feedback. 
We really do. I, I feel like we do too. Um, cause the app is so much easier to use, honestly. Yeah. Um, so no, I, I think that all of that is great. And, um, also, and it might be one of the most underused things that we, um, that we, uh, do, but going through, um, any kind of code of ethics, yep. um, issues, mm-hmm. um, all of that is, is a, a great benefit as well. Um, we're a self-policed industry and none of that is possible without the support that KCRAR offers us yeah. and the processes that are in place. So I, I absolutely agree. Um, What's your favorite, you know, Madam President? Um, so right now I really like Homestap. Because I can access so much of the stuff easy. Like when someone called, like, so it was funny because we talked about um, in our last podcast with David, we talked to him about how like his girlfriend would just show houses at nine o'clock. Like you got to go whenever. Well, it was New Year's Eve. It was 1030 p.m. And I got a text from someone wanting to go see a house. Sure. Uh, not right then, thank God, but they're like, uh, we don't want to see this I ASAP. Yeah. Well, I needed to pull up the property and see it, and right. I'm at the Gray Wolf Lodge hanging out with my family. And so I was like, I was able to go to HomeSnap, just type it down. Like I had all the data. I knew what the show it, it Coming from someone from St. Joe that we didn't have that technology, I would have to go to a laptop sure. and pull everything up. For me, it's great. Well, yeah, it is pretty awesome. And in case you didn't know, HomeSnap um, has uh, supplements in it now. So it used to be that know, you could only get supplements through yes, HomeSpotter. Was... Um, and now you can even get yeah. your supplements through HomeSnap. I get everything uh, I need right And there. It's also, I'm just going to throw this out there because it sounds a little bit creepy, but one of my favorite things about HomeSnap I'm, that's not why I'm going to throw it I know, out there. I was the way that I said that sounded weird. But it, it sounds weird, but it's actually a really important tool. So um, one of my favorite things about HomeSnap is that you can look up a co-oping agent mm-hmm. and you can get an idea of their experience level. Yep. You can get an idea of whether or not they're familiar with the area, which is extremely important because yep. if if you're working in an area that has uh, a some particular, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Exocentricities. Um, centricities. Um, okay. It just had some weird. You, had some weird things going on. Some weird it. things going on. I can't do words today. Still, um, but if you're uh, dealing with an area that has uh-huh. some weird things going on, and you're pretty sure that that agent has no idea what's going on, you know it's really important that you fill that agent in. Right. Um, frankly, yeah. because otherwise you might have issues uh, down the road. What's this assessment coming up? I knew nothing about assessment exactly. in this neighborhood. Exactly. If you're pretty sure that the agent isn't going to be able to do their homework yeah. and isn't going to be able to represent their client the best, it's actually in your client's best interest for you to make sure that um, you're not going to have a deal fall apart uh, the day before closing because of whatever. Wait, you mean doing the right thing? Yeah, doing the right thing. Because it's the right thing. thing to do, not just yeah. hoping I'll get away with something and no one will catch it and find exactly. out. Exactly. Because that's never come back that's to bite anybody the deal. in the ever Home before. Snap is a wonderful tool. I fully Great. agree, Bobby. Yep. So let's see. We need to bring on Patty. What else do we need to do before we go bring on Patty? Do the book bit? <gasps> you? Oh, wow. I'm so surprised. And I think I have another book that you've not heard of. Oh. That was my that was my goal was to come in with books that are going to throw you off a little bit. Well, do, 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 do. Bobby's book bit. Casey. Okay. <laughs> so the book is called Finish by John Acuff. Finish. finish. Spelled Finish. Finish. Like not, F-I-N-N? Not finish, not like you're from Are they Finland. from Finland? No, no like okay. finish like you've crossed the finish line. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, so, so... We're going to talk about socialism for a second. I was, mm, no. Oh, God, no. We're not going there. <laughs> not, not on this podcast. That's the other podcast. The um, other podcast. The other podcast. I don't know. So this book, it identifies perfectionism as the biggest enemy of goals. Okay. Yeah, I can totally buy into that. Yeah. My quote from the book is, the harder you try to be perfect, the less likely you'll accomplish your goals. 
I like it. I mean, it's true. Yeah. We see it all the time. So uh, there's three life lessons from this. And the first one is suck at something on purpose so you're free to be amazing at others. So by strategically choosing an area that you'll accept being incompetent in, you can prioritize your strengths. So if you struggle with graphics design versus writing copy or writing really good marketing, you write the really good marketing and leverage out the graphics design to someone else. Hire someone else who's really good at it as opposed to just spending all your time trying to figure out the graphic design and wasting hours when your money, you're going to make a lot more money going and selling real estate than you are doing these other things. So figure out what you're incompetent at and accept it. So your point when you say accept your incompetence is not to go ahead and do that thing anyway. Right. It's to delegate. The thing that kills me is, or, or just let it be crappy. That's even that's even okay. Just accept that it's going to be crappy. Uh, what I see, <laughs> if so that's many, okay for it to be crappy. No, right. but yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I see so many agents get into this business and then they have analysis paralysis. Everything has to be perfect before sure. they send it out, and and they will spend twenty hours on a postcard that's going to get tossed in the mail anyway. The most important thing, if you're going to do a mailer with some postcards, is your photo and your name is yep. on there. The people see it before they toss it. They're not going to spend a lot of time with the design. Now, you need everything to be spelled right and stuff like that. But don't spend so much time on that. And if you really are worried about the look, hire it out. For sure. But allow that my weakness is not making this look pretty. Just get it out. Or you don't have to have everybody in your database before you start sending out things to your database. Add them as you come up with them. But agents will spend an entire year getting their website set up, getting enough posts on their blogs, getting the mailers to look right, doing the just go sell real estate and yep. stop worrying about the perfectionist yep. behind them because not it's kind of like we go back to the other day it, you're you're putting a lot on yourself that people are actually paying more attention to you than they probably actually oh are. Oh my gosh, that's totally true. And mm -hmm. I, I feel like social media is the biggest issue with this. Yes. People want to make sure that their social media is so perfect. Uh -huh. Nobody really cares. No, no one cares. So Good my grief. second lesson from this book is don't let last minute doubts kill your project. You know, last minute you're getting ready to hit the publish button or whatever you're going to do sure. and your brain says, are you sure this is good enough? You know it's going to flop, right? So it's our duty to shut that voice up and just keep going forward. Work will always fill the time we make available for it, whether that's moving forward or just simply doing busy work. And what's really funny is it was um, two days ago, a friend just sent me a random little quote booky, you know, like a little quote image. And I'm going to read it for you because actually I thought it was really perfect for this. And it's actually a long quote, so I apologize in advance, but I thought it was perfect for what we're talking about. I'm not trying to imply that people in office jobs don't work hard, but they do work differently. When you work in a collaborative atmosphere, a lot of time is necessarily given over to pencil pushing, chit chat, admin, meetings, birthdays, zoning out in front of your screen, leaving speeches, and someone bringing their baby in. Right or wrong, you do very little of that as a freelancer, which I feel like in real estate, we kind of are freelancers. Sure. Yeah. So when I'm at my absolute busiest, I work like actual sitting at my desk work about five hours a day. Often it's four. I used to feel guilty about this, but after a few years of pretty decent productivity and paying my bills on time, I've stopped. The eight-hour workday is, is a made-up concept, and it does not make you a better person a better worker, or anything by pretending to uphold it. That is so good. I know, right? Like, that I is, know that's yeah. a lot to read, but that was perfect for this. So many times, oh, I didn't spend eight hours, I didn't spend 10 hours. You said earlier in the last podcast, you spend five hours a day in your office. That Do the productivity, do the things yep. that are productive, and then yep. move on. Don't just sit there and go to, oh, so-and-so brought their baby in, and that you take an hour playing with the baby. Or the person that comes into your office and goes, got a minute, and 30 minutes later, you're getting back on sure. task. Focus in. 
And the third thing is track your progress to check it at times when you feel down. So I'm talking about like you're doing a bunch of mailings. Check back in monthly to see what kind of calls you're getting from it, see what kind of traffic you're getting from it versus checking it every day. So that's going to help you visualize your progress regardless of what your perfectionism tells you. When you check it daily, you're going to let yourself down and it's not going to be great. Right, right. So um, that's, that's, that's my book. That's a good book Finished by John Acuff. One N. One N and finish, two Fs and a cuff. A-C-U-F-F. <laughs> I don't know. It's funny. I liked it. Whatever. <laughs> All right. I think we need to bring in Patty. Let's this on. bring in Patty. Yeah. Hey, should we just yell at her? Should we call her? Because sure, her office walls her are on the, the other side. It's just, true. We probably shouldn't scream, hey, Patty, no, into the not. microphone. Okay. All right. Hey, Bobby, guess what? What? Recharge is coming back. Yes, it's recharge time. That's my favorite KCRER real estate conference. It's our technology conference. We bring in expert speakers to help real estate professionals stay on the cutting edge. We have had some amazing speakers in the past, including Rob Hahn, Brian Copeland, and last year we had Jimmy Mackin and Stefan Swanepoel. That's right. So this year we're bringing in Doug DeVitri. He is a national speaker on technology topics. I actually personally know him myself, gone through Leadership Academy with him. And he's going to talk about how to create a better experience for consumers using smart home technology. Everything he does is voice enabled. And we're going to have something on stage that's never been done ever before. It involved me. Whoa. And uh, we'll, it's to be interesting. So you got to be there to see will this. History be made. History is going to be made on stage. So, so uh, hey, Alex, when is it? It's on March 4th. Yep. From 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. Ooh, a half day. I love that. Yeah, it's only yes. a half day. You can get back to work afterwards. Nice. And it's at the Sheridan. The Sheridan Overland Park. The Sheridan Park. Overland Park. That's right. So <laughs> I would need you to go get your tickets. You can register at 2020recharge.eventbrite.com. They are just $35. It's your early bird rate, and then the price will eventually go up to 50 That's probably mm. the late bird. So you want to do it now and pay less money. Because you're going to buy a ticket anyways. Go to your 2020recharge.eventbrite.com to get your tickets, and we'll see you there. Welcome back to Kansas City Real Talk, brought to you by KCRER. We are sitting here with Patty Dower. Patty is the KCRER and Heartland MLS Member Outreach Manager, and we're very lucky to have her. How are you, Patty? I just realized good. Thank you. the last part of her title spells mom. She's the KCRI on Heartland MLS mom. Oh, that's <gasps> adorable. Did you have you ever noticed that? No, is that I the didn't, first time you've I heard that? Like outreach mom. manager is oh, mom. Oh my gosh, Patty. <gasps> I sorry, so I just I squirreled right there. I was just like, wait, that's his mom. That Patty's was a our good mom. Squirrel. Okay, sorry. You're going to have to use that in everything now. That is awesome. I went from having a cat to 12,000 children. Oh, my yes. gosh. Oh, no, gosh. Just, I'm oops, so, so sorry. sorry. <laughs> oops. I like it. <laughs> well, how are you? How is 2020 so far? It's good. It just started. It I know, just right? Start. It's like, oh, it seems like it was yesterday. <laughs> Literally. I think it was. Oh, how did it happen? <laughs> well, what are some of the things that you do for us at KCRR and HMLS? Oh, gosh, what is it that what I don't do? do? I know. Right? I know we already, <laughs> we already went through a little bit of it in our intro, but what all From do you do? From your perspective, yeah. what do you do? From, mom. Well, mom, <laughs> from my perspective, I have lots of children that I get to corral around. Mm -hmm. Um um, my main job, though, is to go out and talk to our members, let them know what's going on, what we actually offer, um, since a lot of them, even though you might have been around for a long time, you might not be aware of all of the benefits that for are sure. available. Um, new member orientation, I 
do that with Jeff Carson, one uh-huh. of our other contract employees. So we have a lot of fun with that. We get to see all of the new members coming in for the first time and scare them. Mm-hmm. Um, the bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Exactly. And then we uh, we tell them what's real. So, um, no, but it's, it's really fun to be mm-hmm. out with the members and to actually bring back feedback. I mean, that helps us. When you for guys sure. tell us what you need, mm-hmm. sometimes they are more comfortable mm-hmm. telling you what they need when you're in their environment. Right. Yep. I think I said that from my the stage whenever I was talking about my installation. It was you that's did. we need to go to them, not yep. expect them exactly. to come Exactly. And so, you've been doing that for years. And it's like years and years. Yeah. Aged her. Did yeah. you really need to say that? <laughs> I was like, Alex, shut up. Oh, it's fine. So when you are out in the offices, let's not talk about how long you've been going to the offices. What are some of the most common questions you get asked when you're out there? Oh, gosh. I mean, they're also different depending on what time of the year it is. Okay. Um, <laughs> Hopefully this will go away, but waivers, waivers, waivers. Um, But with the new rule coming out, I think that's going to help a little bit, um, alleviate some of that pain, maybe. Um, A lot of our products, um, they ask us what we have available to them. And even though they've been around Mm -hmm. for years, I realize that so many of our members are not utilizing those tools. Absolutely. And since the new member orientation is teaching all those tools, it's putting the new members at an advantage when they're starting really to use is. them yeah, at the yeah. beginning of their career mm-hmm. as opposed to trying to implement them in. Right. Right. So do you ever get any really unique questions? Have you ever been asked anything? You're just like, well, I was not prepared for that. Any? Yes, but I don't think I can say it on okay. air. All right. There we go. <laughs> I, I like it. Well, we always encounter really weird things. We you do. do. Now, sometimes you come to uh, the offices with Jeff. Yes. And so you guys just kind of get to do, you get to do your class together and you guys get to do your office visits together. What are your responsibilities in these classes and your office visits and what are Jeff's? Just so that it's clear. Well, you sometimes just, they're a tag team side show. I was going to say, team, it is yeah. kind of like the Jeff and Patty road show. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've worked together for a really long time. Uh-huh. Uh, the funny thing is, is a new member orientation, our banter sometimes kind of falls into our presentation because um, I've known him longer than he was married mm-hmm. and his wife's name's also Patty. So I want to make sure that he feels at home when <laughs> right. he's here. So, yes, I like it. so sometimes that banter kind of goes beyond maybe what some of our agents <laughs> are looking at. But um, my responsibilities mainly are to handle, you know, what's available on the benefit level for KCRER, mm-hmm. the tools, the products, because um, I really grew up in the MLS. Sure. Yeah. I was the original trainer when Heartland regionalized and then was in the tech department. So that's kind of my passion right? Um, to do that. Um, but Jeff is really good about explaining advocacy, why we're involved in government, right. and he mm-hmm. does it so well. He also, you know, is kind of just a a springboard for what I'm talking about because with him there, he's an active agent out in the field utilizing these tools where it's actually affecting him as opposed to me being on the other side. So he can actually kind of back that up as to here's what agents really see. So you've referenced the benefits that you talk about whenever you go out to. What are the benefits that surprise people the most whenever you talk about them? What are our listeners probably not aware of some of the benefits that are available to them? Well, I'd like to think they're aware of all of them, but unfortunately. (laughs) We all know RDR realtors don't read. And they don't pay attention. They read the first three sentences. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's it. Um, Yeah, I think it's the fact that they don't realize that we have two mobile apps they can use right now, Mm -hmm. um, that they've got professional reporting 
tools that they can use that's integrated into the matrix system. Mm-hmm. It's just so oh, many the stats. Things. I love playing they with are the, the stats. Best. Yeah. stats. Yeah. We might have something enhanced with the stats coming Ooh. soon. Mm-hmm. Um, with the, um, we're trying to implement it with the uh, rebuild sure. of the new website nice. that's coming. So awesome. oh, I can nerd out. I'm so excited. I know. <laughs> I love. It. I love it. I used to hate stats so much, and uh-huh. now I like. I get really excited when someone asks me to do something because I'm trying to figure out how I can get that information. You know, well, I you tell I, stories with it. I forget about it, but yeah, it's true. I feel like there are so many agents that have no idea that that stats tab is there or how it works once you click on it and what to do. They have no yeah. idea. Oh, absolutely. Um, which, is, which is crazy. Tabular what? Huh? Right. And I'm talking about the, the one up top. The, the one, the oh, button I'm talking the about the stats You're talking about the stats. You pull yeah. up some houses and you can pull right. the stats on days on market and average price. I'm talking price about the broad-based market stats. Oh, the yeah. Market top. stats, too. Yeah. You can build your own so statistic great. reports. Yeah. You can have them created in whatever kind of chart you want. Yeah. You can yeah. use whatever um, criteria that you're looking for. Yeah. That's the exciting thing is you can really use those. Yeah. It's That's awesome. pretty awesome stuff. So what are some of the most, most, I can't even talk right now, the most underutilized things that we have that we offer to our members that they just don't even, other than insurance and fitness plans that we've talked about? (laughs) Well, I would say if you look at the adoption rate of a lot of our different tools that we have, um, one that is really awesome is the cloud streams. So the Cloud Streams product has a lower adoption rate than most of the other benefits that we have, but you can set up search criteria in the Cloud Streams and have it send texting new listing alerts to your clients, which we all know that a lot of your clients are preferring texting as opposed to email anymore. And it will text them within five minutes of entry of the new listing, which means I have a couple demos set up. Mm-hmm. And usually between 2.30 and 3.30 a.m. every morning, I get a text with there's a new listing in Kansas City or Leewood. <laughs> so you nice. guys are working all hours of the night. Well, and that whole suite, really, I still feel like even Cloud CMA is pretty uh, underutilized. Honestly, I don't yeah. feel like a lot of people really know that it's there or, or know how much prettier it can be than the CMAs uh, that we have through Matrix. And Wait, you mean um, I just don't print out a, de- a list of like the 10 listings and just hand them like you want to make something pretty? Oh, you know, there are some times, though, where that makes sense to do. If I mean, <laughs> see, I, I do. Sometimes I do the, the single line sheets and uh-huh. sometimes I break it all out. It all depends, depends on, on who I'm working with. That's true. Yeah. Because different clients require different things. That's, There's that's that competitive yeah. edge coming that's in. Right. right. Yeah. That's yeah right. The cloud CMA. I mean, you can customize it so yeah. much. Mm-hmm. I've seen some that agents have done that look like a magazine. Yep. You can upload custom pages. You can choose whatever color you want, which right. is kind of the advantage of the static one that's right. in the matrix system. For sure. Yeah, I bet they bl- leveraged that out. It goes I'm back sh- to our perfectionism it's thing. It's true. Yeah, uh-huh. There you go. Yeah. I love that you can uh, upload custom pages uh-huh. into it because if you have brand-related pages or, or broker-specific pages, you can put it on there, and then it's there for every single CMA from that point forward, and you could choose to use them, and it's just there. Yeah. And it's really easy. Yeah. I, I love that program. Oh, you it's can awesome. set up templates for buyers or sellers. Yep. So if you're doing a listing presentation or a buyer's presentation. Now, one funny story about Cloud CMA. One time, I uh, the first time I used it, 
I wrote like a little letter, like a cover letter for uh, my client. Mm -hmm. And then I didn't realize that that same cover letter would be saved. And when I did the automatic send thing, like on the, um, they, they can ask for a consultation or whatever, and then they can receive it. I didn't realize that that would start going out to everybody. Oh. So the first few people ah, that, that clicked on my funny. link got a uh, letter addressed to like, Dear Deborah or something. <laughs> yeah, you do need to be and careful on that. they were not Deborah, so. Oh, they let you know I am not a Deborah. Probably yeah, the fine. best thing, a cloud CMA. Uh, I hear all too often out in the field, even though it's a love-hate relationship in our industry, Zillow still has the eyes of the consumer. It does. Mm -hmm. And the Zestimates, mm -hmm. especially in the Midwest, are highly inaccurate. Right. Because, yep. number one, they don't have access to our public records. Number two, True. we don't send sold data to them. So there is a, an online analysis page on the Cloud CMA that actually shows the actual sales prices, the date they closed. It compares them to the Zestimates from Zillow right. and the percentage difference. That's a very good visual yeah. for agents to use with their clients. I love for that. sure. Yeah, for I actually sure. just had that conversation recently with it – was, I'm actually going to tell a personal story right now. It's fine. So I, I recently, my insurance agent, I had this same insurance agent uh, growing up. He was my parents' insurance agent when I got a car since I turned 16. He was always my insurance agent. Was my client for a very, very long time. And then whenever I went into ownership and was management, it I wasn't doing active in sales. So he listed his house with someone else. And I recently was stopped into the office to do something. He's like, are you in sales again? And I was like... Yeah. And he's like, well, I got my house listed. And it actually had just expired. But I only had three showings during the 90 days it was on the market so what do, you, what do you think's wrong and I was like well price and he's like no 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 no. my price can't be wrong Zillow says it's right and I was like okay Ugh. so you're gonna take my what I'm telling you and my 30 some years worth of experience or you're gonna take what a computer generated thing is gonna tell you <laughs> so I love that that could be able to compare to like this is how that's was like it's the Midwest they don't get sold out of they don't they've not been in your house I've been in your house many many times and He's like, well, I, I don't like that price. Plus, you're going to need to cut your commission. It's really funny. He told me that, like, right away. It's like, if I list with you, you've got to cut your commission. And we're not talking commissions here, people, on this podcast, but we are. I, five minutes before that, he was explaining to someone else they were signing their policy. And he's like, this is where I get my commission. It's not enough, but that's where I get my commission. And then I was like, they turned to me and said, now I need you to cut your commission if I take your listing. And I was like, I'm not taking your listing. It's fine. <laughs> Well, it all comes back. If it's on the internet, it must be true. Right? I was going right? to say, what, what they need to do is on Zillow, they need to start telling us uh, how much a insurance premium should cost based on the amount of liability of the home. And exactly. if it's significantly less than what he says, says. then we can just kind of throw that it's at fine. him. fine. Yeah. yeah. It, was really, it was just a really <laughs> weird, interesting conversation with someone that I've known since I was this big. And it was just like... <laughs> really? That's how we're going to go with this? That's fine. So one of the new things that have come, that's come out is the uh, admin course. And you've yes. been teaching the admin course. I was going to ask oh, you about that. Bobby, Good I'm job. Sorry. No, we're, 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 we're in sync. We're in sync. I like it. Finally. But at least we're not the Backstreet Boys. Uh, <laughs> oh, gosh. Sorry. Talk to us about the admin course. Oh, I thought you were going to ask me about the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> I know, we could talk it. about that. We could do that. <laughs> <laughs> the admin orientation, we um, started it about a year and a half ago. Um, for the fact that one of the things we were looking at is there are so many offices, especially larger offices, that the brokers sometimes have to relinquish some of their duties over to an office admin or their, you know, their administrative, mm -hmm. you know, assistant. And we realized that they weren't getting trained to help agents being onboarded. They didn't understand the rules as well. So why not have a class for them? 
train them in everything they need to know when an agent comes to them because we all know you guys go yeah. to that person right. that's sitting at the front desk or is helping they run the office um, that are yeah. entering the listings and so mm -hmm. we wanted to make sure that they were as educated as the broker was or more mm -hmm. in right. that case in some cases so um, we've had really good response um, the admins that have come through I've been to their offices before and you know, I go back and they're like, I really loved that class. This this is like my little Bible, which is a three ring binder we send them home yep. with. They're like, this is my Bible for MLS. I love it. It's awesome. So That's yeah, great. it's been really great. So if someone wanted you to come into their office, one of our listeners is listening to the podcast, how would they go about reaching out to you to, to have you come into their office? They can do anything. They can call Whoop. me. They can email me. All they right. can text me. Tweet you. They can tweet they can me. At you. They can at. They can. <laughs> well, okay. Let's not go there. Ah. But yes, um, you can come into the office. You okay. get mainly the best way is email. Okay. Um, I'm always there. I mean, I do try to send a broker email every month. Sure. But sometimes there might be someone else in the office that's talking to their broker. So, yeah, get a hold of me anytime. Usually Monday through Fridays are good. Mm -hmm. yes. uh, yeah, you know, yeah, any day. Yeah. I know a lot of people have broker meetings on Tuesdays, so sometimes yeah. that gets a little. But we're also working on technology too, where we're going to try to, you know, if there's something really big coming out, one mm -hmm. of our objectives is you can only get out in so many places right, at one right, time. Right. But we have the technology that if we need to do broadcast to several yep. at one time, Zoom. yeah, absolutely, yeah. awesome. So I love that. So Patty, what's your email? My email is patty, P-A-T-T-I, the letter D, as in Dower, at heartlandmls.com. Awesome. Wow, I think that's great. Um, Patty, what have we not asked you so far today that we should have asked you? Hmm. What are we avoiding? I have. One I don't know. What are you, you avoiding? I have one other question yes. for you. So you had mentioned that you feel like sometimes our newer agents are at a bit of an advantage uh, based on the systems that we have because they actually know about them because of the new member orientation. What is a program that you feel like our new agents are using way more than our experienced agents? Well, you know, honestly, I think they've jumped on the cloud CMA. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. And the stats. Okay. And it really helps when, you know, Jeff's kind of backing me up in the new member orientation, telling them that he never used them until we started that class. And now they're his competition and he has to kind of stay <laughs> nice. on that same level. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where I think it's so much easier for a new agent coming in that these are ex they're exposed to these right. mm -hmm. tools from the front end. They just start using them because it's normal. Right. But for some of our members that have been around for a while, change is hard. It is. Yeah. And what? when you implement something different and everybody's busy, yep. um, there is a little bit of a learning curve right. to sit down and learn it. And sometimes mm -hmm. they just don't have the, the time. When you're brand new, you have the time to experiment a little bit with the kind of products that you want to use. Exactly. And you have time mm -hmm. to sit down at a computer and click on every button until you make sure that you know how not to break it. Which is what I did. That's how I learned most of it. Did you really just, break it? You I never broke it. it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you can't. Well, that's because we get to test it and try to break it before we give it to you. Good. Exactly. Yay. <laughs> well, Patty, thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate it. We appreciate everything you do for us. Well, thank you. Thank Thanks you. for having me.